Hello, interview listeners. Your host, Jill, here with a quick reminder. This podcast is intended for spiritual, intuitive, and artistic conversations. It shouldn't be substituted for appropriate medical, psychological, or veterinary care. I'm not a healthcare professional, nor do I offer medical, psychological, or veterinary advice. The topics discussed on this show span intuitive awareness for people and animals, as well as spiritual understanding for personal development. Please seek medical, mental health, or veterinary help if you need to. Thank you. Now, on to the show. you can you hear spirit calling i'm jill and this is my artistically intuitive podcast as an intuitive reiki teacher self-published author and artist we'll discuss everything from art to angels reiki to writing and the psychic nudges only our soul knows thanks so much for joining me now let's get started on this spiritual journey together Hi guys, thanks for being with me today for another episode of Hello Inner You. I'm so excited to be here with you again today for another good round of chatting about something spiritual. Today we're going to be talking about, I don't know why I'm talking like that. Today we're going to be talking about, um, we're talking about meditation today. We're talking about how to jumpstart a meditative practice. Suddenly I have the giggles. I don't know. Maybe it's because, uh, I've had to restart this podcast a couple of times because I've had some tech issues. So, um, yeah, I'm just getting a little punchy, but I'm going to get through it. So anyway, meditation, what is it, what to expect, how it can help us to move all of that dense junk that's with us. Let's dive right in. So meditation is that common goal of greater self-awareness. And what does that mean for you? greater self-awareness. It's very personal, right? Like I can think of it for me where it's simply that I need to get grounded. I need to get centered and I need to get focused. And guess what? That's what it's for. I'm brilliant. No, I don't know. I'm just saying I already knew that because I had notes in front of me. So, um, but yeah, that's the goal to get enlightened. What does enlightened mean? Is it just for the gurus and the ascended masters? No, no. It's for all of us. It's the little light inside of us, the enlightenment that is a part of who we are. So this whole process of meditation has three stages. Not to complicate it, but it makes a lot of sense. So I'm going to just break it down. The first stage is self-regulation. We're learning breath awareness and uh, ways to relax is the first step. This is usually the place where people give up because nothing happens after 10 minutes and they're like, I'm done. But don't do that. Stick with it. Second stage is methods of self-exploration, which combines that concentration of self-awareness with inner strength and stability. That's awesome because if you can get to that point, now you're 
you're now you're cooking with gas. You know what I mean? Now you're really getting there. All four burners are going at this stage. Then third level is self-mastery, which within these techniques, you can access higher consciousness and you get into that self-liberation and spiritual growth. Oh, and so that becomes that place where um, I think I'm having, I need to eat some sugar. I'm getting really punchy, but that's where you get to the spiritual enlightenment that is this is the growth, right? Uh, where, where we always want to be. We really want to get to that place. And what this can teach us is that it doesn't rid us of our problems. We simply can see better ways to cope and work through our problems with grace and courage and also remain grounded in our self-awareness through all conditions, you know, from joy to not so much, like all of it. We, we can maneuver through our junk and our good stuff in a way that helps to keep us grounded. That's what meditation can do. That is what meditation can teach us. So yeah, uh, even though it's hard to know the coordination of your thoughts, you want to get that monkey mind under control. But what is the monkey mind, right? It's that place of um, craziness where the monkey's just running around like a crazy person. You've heard of this monkey chatter, monkey mind, Buddhists call it this. It's translated into the mainstream of you know, you've seen the crazy monkey on a poster probably, and it's like, come to meditation class. I love this metaphor, even though, you know, the monkey doesn't deserve this, <laughs> like, I think. Um, but yeah, the monkey is when our thoughts get crazy and the monkey begins to run, run around. And then imagine the monkey, like, busting into a liquor cabinet and getting drunk, right? Now monkey not only has committed some vandalism, but is getting drunk, right, and running around. And then, you know, like bus outside, like we're putting the monkey in like a Southwest state. So bus outside running through the desert. Now monkey gets bitten by a scorpion, drunk monkey bit by a scorpion. Chaos ensues, you know, monkey can't find his way home. I'm really getting into the story. This is fun, but this is, this is where our thoughts can go, right? Like we have to almost look at it in a very lighthearted way. Hence all of the posters of the monkey and the monkey mind, <laughs> because it's a very good visual. And the way to de-escalate that is through meditation. And it's a really good one for seeing how our thoughts can race and also how to deflate our thoughts through figuring out what our emotional state is at, at the time. Well, most of us know what brought us to that point. If it's getting that crazy, we got a drunk monkey running around. But that's, that's part of it, identifying what is causing our emotional state and then getting, getting clear about how to deflate that, learning how to allow our emotions and feelings to surface and bear witness to it allows us to observe rather than absorb, right? And get into that place of like, ah, and then let it go. And that place where we don't react is what yogis refer to as the center. Ooh, the center point, the still point. And so that's the place I'm talking about, the little place inside of us, the little candle that's lit where we can connect in a clearer way and really get 
where why our junk is is filling us up and even though it's really hard to coordinate your thoughts getting the monkey under control you know first of all take take the alcohol out of his hand that's a good start right and then you know have a good talking to with him like what's you know what's causing you to do that no anyway we're getting off off topic but no getting the monkey to calm down right and then that will get you into that place of centeredness where you can create a more peaceful life and where you can make more decisions based on that calm vibration not through reacting to your undigested emotions like a knee-jerk response there it is good night no there's more That's the thing is getting in touch with your undigested emotions because it may not just be that one thing that sent that very cheeky monkey off into the desert with his alcohol, but also gets you into the place of what else happened in your life that added to it, you know, that added to that moment and then focusing in meditation so that you can clear that. Mastering your emotions determines what causes you stress, helps you to eliminate stress. And then once you can get to that place, it is like an epiphany that really makes you realize all of this is worth it. Your meditative practice is worth it because you're like, wow, I figured it out. So that's the thing. That's the little reward, right? The little energetic reward, little pat on the back. Good job, everybody. It is. It's it's a connection that we would not be able to have unless we went into our meditative space, unplugged from the world, gave ourselves five minutes to decompress. Okay, good night. No, there's more. So (laughs) um, how do you do it? I'll give you the nuts and bolts of a quick meditation to do this. So go into your meditative space and begin to set the intention that you want to release that which no longer serves you. Call in your spirit guide, set your, you know, open your sacred space, set your intentions that way. Call in assistance, you know, really zhuzh up the space, right? You're there. You might as well go for it. I get this visual of Endora from the TV show Bewitched. This is dating me. I'm very sorry about that. But Bewitched was one of my favorite shows as a kid. And she would, she was Samantha's mom. And then she had the big like flowing robes and like red hair. God, I loved Endora. She would wave her, her hands around her, her wand around and like, like everything would change. Like she was judging the space. That's what I think about when I say that. And in meditation, that's what we do. We charge the energy of the space so that we can connect more fully with our still point. So in the breath, right, inhale in, exhale out, right, we create the focal, the focal point, which is our, our third eye, our, our place that is right above the brow point, and that's our focal point. And so with the breath in and out, in and out, we focus on the third eye. We add a mantra to that, which I love, Sat Nam. So on the inhale, it's Sat, exhale, Nam. Sat, Nam. Now we add a mudra to that. We put our index finger to our thumb, and we rest our hands on our lap, and we continue breathing. 
focusing on our brow point. So, Sat Nam. Sat is I, Nam is am. I am. Feels good, doesn't it? Just in that little moment. Continue working like that with yourself, and you'll begin to see the thoughts float quietly by like clouds coming in one ear, going across your forehead like a movie screen, and then out the other ear, comes back around, goes in the ear, across the movie screen, goes out. And so you begin to bear witness to what's happening in that moment. And then that is what yogis refer to as just be. You know, we're more present in that moment. And in that space, we continue to build our willpower, right? And that willpower affects our prefrontal cortex in the brain, training our brain through routine. I'm so smart. I'm so smart. No, I'm saying (laughs) this is science that's like written down. So I didn't make that up and I wasn't the scientist who discovered it. But I'm just telling you that is a part of it. Using your breath helps you to get to that place. So if you do this daily, oh, so, okay, let's end this little moment with our meditation, right? We breathe in, we have it, we have it all in place, right? And we starting, to, we're, well, let's rewind. We go back to that place with our thoughts and we breathe. So how do we end our meditation at this time? We are simply, when we're done, we're done, Right? And we say thank you, thank you, thank you to our higher guides. And we open our eyes. It would be fantastic if you could do that for three to five minutes, work your way up to 20, so that you can really get in touch with yourself in a way and on a level that's personal for you. Really, this is your time, baby. This is your me time. Doesn't cost anything. You don't need to put your shuckles in a jar and get to the spa right? You, you're simply connecting with yourself in this moment, whether that be in a comfy chair or couch in your apartment, whether you have this really fantastic meditative space in a million dollar Malibu house. God, I'm jealous, but you know, whatever it is, it is, right? Oh, I might have to go into meditation to figure out why that makes me jealous. See, see what I mean? The emotions attached to whatever it is that sets you off, pops you off. It's so interesting, right? It helps us to check in with ourself. Well, I know what it is. I just love the ocean. So it's very simple to me. I want to look at the Pacific Ocean when I meditate. I'm sorry. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the stuff that, that kind of uncovers itself and reveals itself to you within your meditative space. So have fun with it. Good luck. Enjoy it. Choose to create a positive life out of that place of clear thinking. Another metaphor I'm going to throw at you before we go today is think of your mind as a garden. Is your mind full of weeds and is it overgrown? Like the monkey probably would (laughs) really like that. Like I almost feel like he's coming in right now into my overgrown garden. If it's all full of weeds, that could be a place where he hides out, right? So keep your garden tended, pull the weeds, clear your mind, put in a water feature, put in a bird bath, certainly do the bird bath thing. And you will see how you create energy in, in thought, in visualization, in your mind, 
going in and clearing out what no longer serves you. Okay. This is so important. And I say this in a really loving and supportive way. Believe me, we all have our ebb and flow of this meditative practice. No one person is more enlightened than the other. And if they say that they are, they better go into meditation and figure out why they're being so cocky about it, right? Because that's rude. If, uh, you know, you ever go into a a meditation or a spiritual place and uh, you feel this sense of holier than thou, roll up your yoga mat and get out of there. Because meditation and spiritual awareness is as easy as breathing. And it's a personal thing. So get in touch with yourself. You deserve it, right? We all need ways to decompress. And a really fantastic way to do that is to create that meditative practice that feels personal and you'll stick with because, again, it's a practice. It's a lifestyle. I encourage you guys to all try it. Thanks for being with me today. Have a few laughs with this too, you guys. Did you ever notice how Tibetan monks and and Buddhists are always giggling? It's because they don't take things so seriously. So if you approach it with that vibe, you're going to get into the headspace of a light and whimsical energy. And positive energy loves nothing more than matching that. So go with it. Go, go, my children, go forth. So you get it. Just have fun, you guys. And I'll check in with you again another day. And uh, so if you want to know more about me, check out my websites, hellointerview.com and agiloriginal.com. One is for spiritual stuff. One is for art stuff. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please rate it and review it. It helps others find the show. So, all right, guys, take care. Talk soon. Bye.